Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living and being and loving ah, and all of that deliciousness. So I spoke about living humbly just in terms of, gosh, I had so many small things happen where, oh, here goes our music some more and some more and some more around the fact that it's very easy to sometimes think something so easy or to think that I've got it right when many other versions and things that can be going on and I just had some beautiful reminders of how things can oh god yeah it's so wrong end of the stick and to just be open to other people's points of view and experiences so like I was on the phone to my mom and she hadn't she got an invitation to go somewhere and she wasn't feeling well that day so she said that um, I said to her, okay, so next time you'll join in, you'll join. And she heard me say, yes, next time I'll enjoy. And it was so interesting because like I said, oh, next time you can join in. And she absolutely adamantly heard that she'll enjoy. And absolutely next time she joins in, I'm sure she'll enjoy. But it was just how quickly, like we can hear something or interpret something differently and then so just carry on enthusiastically with each person having like a completely wrong end of the stick. And then I also, so the hairdresser that I found, because last time I mentioned to him that my fringe grew out pretty fast and I wasn't ready for a cut. And he was like, oh, but that's not a problem. Just pop in. You don't need an appointment. I'll just trim your fringe for you. So the last couple of times I've been in his neighborhood, um, the last time, like, I couldn't wait. And then this time, I didn't realize he closes at 6. So I got there, and it's like 10 past 6. And I pop in, and, like, he motions me to sit down, not saying that he's closing, like, he's going to help me. And then I see the guy bringing in the furniture, the few little tables and chairs that sit outside. So I ask, like, what time do you close? And he's like, 6-ish, you know. But so they very kindly are willing to, like, stay longer and help me. Um, which is not something he's going to charge me. He's just going to, like, trim my fringe a bit. So he's busy helping the customers leaving and doing their payment and booking their next appointment. And now I look at my time. And my day is run, like, really late. And there's a bit of, like, miscommunications and mishaps and misunderstandings. So some of the other things I needed to do in the day took a lot longer. So firstly, now I'm mindful of the fact that he's already closed and he's staying. And then I've got, like, a Biodanza class and I'm getting a lift and now, now it's like 40 minutes to get home, which is barely enough time for me to get home. So I like look at this and I just motion to him that I'm, I'm going. And what was so interesting for me was that there wasn't enough time for me to actually like fully explain. And it just really struck me that for me, I know that it's got nothing to do with him. And it's not because he's taking longer with the person before me. It's just because legitimately I don't have the time to wait. I mean, I would, but then I'd miss my lift. But, and I just thought to myself, it was so easy for him to interpret that I was getting frustrated that he wasn't attending to me quicker and I wasn't prepared to wait when he was even staying later. And it was just, it was interesting because I don't know how he took it, but it just was how, <coughs> excuse me, easy it is for things that are totally benign and actually like that whole four agreements of <coughs> not taking anything personally that yes sometimes 
that is not personal at all. I'm going to carry on trying. I don't know what the hell is wrong with my voice. It kind of went a bit strange yesterday with a lot of profuse eye-watering, which sort of tail tapered off today, but voice is still a bit strange. And then I had a beautiful story, just also about living in the moment and just surrendering to the unfolding of life. And it was a woman that I befriended at the volunteer place. <coughs> so she started volunteering in the kitchen. And it turns out that we're both from South Africa and we're chatting and chatting. And then she tells me how she's a teacher and she's a teacher at a school that originally was formed by a number of Israeli and Palestinian families that wanted to envision a different future and a different communication. So it was just really beautiful. So she was working somewhere in an area where when things were getting quite um, tense in <coughs> excuse me, Israel, the comments by some of the teaching staff were quite like, yeah, just not so sincere, not so kind of like more on a racist or just, yeah, like a more judgmental. And she felt like it wasn't an environment that she felt comfortable in. And she went walking one evening, like literally in tears, crying, because thinking she loves teaching, but she'd love to be in a different environment. And then she walks past like a little store that's got a TV playing. And at the moment that she's walking past... There's this little, like, clip in the news about the school, like, in Jerusalem that was founded by these Israeli and Palestinian parents and envisioned, like, a different educational opportunity for their kids. And she's just, whatever the story was about, it featured that school, and she was like, that's where I need to be. And it wasn't like an overnight thing, but it was just interesting, like, of just being present to what's authentically in us and just being open to life and things being presented and yeah so she still is working there and um, the other last like delicious share around this whole thing of being humble god so in improv we get told this game that sounds like super 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 easy right everyone's in a circle and what you need to do is you clap looking at somebody right but you say the name of someone else so normally, like when we do these exercises, like, you know, if you're looking at someone, you'd expect to say their name. But you have to think of someone else but look at the person and clap at the person you're looking at. Then the person whose name has been called, they're the ones that need to initiate the next clap. My God, I swear, I got, I was the first, I was the only person in the group. I got it wrong twice in succession. Because some other people sometimes mix up a clap here and there or something. But like, I literally got it wrong the first two times someone looked at me and then got clapped and, and I was like, oh, it's me. And then I like looked at someone and said their name instead of someone else's. And oh my God, it was such a like humbling experience of just sometimes something can seem so simple and logical on like an intellectual level. <laughs> but when it comes to actually doing it, oh, it can be all another ball game. And sometimes something simple can, yeah, just to have space for compassion and patience and that we all can make silly mistakes. And even when something seems so obvious, um, sometimes takes a bit of practice and getting used to. But God, I didn't think such a simple game could be so hilarious. That was also like amazing because it was actually like hilarious to actually mess up and to see how everyone was like really thinking 
like, am I a claptas? Is that my name? And then you don't like look at someone and think of some other's name. Oh my God, it was divine, so divine. And the whole session in general was just so divine. And yeah, I just had a experience also with somebody else in the group where we got like really pretty animated and it was just so, so fun. Um, and I feel so blessed for my facilitator and teacher and for the group and just this amazing energy of willingness and fun and warm-heartedness. Um, so if you ever, have, if you never have, if, then definitely, if, if you're wanting just something that's fun and spontaneous and helps connect you back to your inner child and become a childlike adult, oh, there's so many amazing lessons that you can bring into life. Oh, definitely try find look for a improv. And may your improv facilitator be as amazing and like relational focused and fun focused as mine. So on this glorious note, my God, I actually managed to stop coughing and finish this. I wish you much happy adventuring, precious soul, to living with an open heart, open to the unfolding of life, and with much humility and compassion for ourselves and for others. And just, yeah, so many times where things can be so misinterpreted or go so wrong so easily. Just hold space compassionately, tenderly. Mwah! And so we meet again. <laughs>